You're listening to WikiSleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Adrian Sala. Today's story is about Calamity Jane, the self-proclaimed compatriot of Wild Bill Hickok who sought to avenge his death, and a performer in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show where she told tall tales of life in the West and of her adventures. The first part of the story is a short biography Calamity Jane wrote herself and is from where much of the folklore around her comes. The second half is what is believed to be the true story of who she actually was. You'll just have to decide for yourself how much of it was a tall tale and how much of it was true. Before we begin, as always, I recommend taking a few long, deep breaths to help you get settled. The Life and Adventures of Calamity Jane, written by herself. My maiden name was Marthy Canary. I was born in Princeton, Missouri, May 1st, 1852. Father and mother were natives of Ohio. I had two brothers and three sisters, I being the eldest of the children. As a child, I always had a fondness for outdoor adventure and exercise, and a special fondness for horses, which I began to ride at an early age and continued to do so until I became an expert rider, being able to ride the most vicious and stubborn of horses. In fact, the greater portion of my life in early times was spent in this manner. In 1865, we emigrated from our home in Missouri by the overland route to Virginia City, Montana, taking five months to make the journey. While on the way, the greater portion of my time was spent in hunting along with the men and the hunters of the party. In fact, I was at all times with the men when there was excitement and adventures to be had. By the time we reached Virginia City, I was considered a remarkable good shot and a fearless rider for a girl of my age. I remember many occurrences on the journey from Missouri to Montana. Many times, in crossing the mountains, the conditions of the trail were so bad that we frequently had to lower the wagons over ledges by hand with ropes, 
for they were so rough and rugged that horses were of no use. We also had many exciting times fording streams, for many of the streams in our way were noted for quicksands and boggy places where, unless we were careful, we would have lost horses and all. Then, we had many dangers to encounter in the way of streams swelling on account of heavy rains. On occasions of that kind, the men would usually select the best places to cross the streams. Myself, on more than one occasion, have mounted my pony and swam across the stream several times merely to amuse myself and have had many narrow escapes from having both myself and my pony washed away to a certain death. But as the pioneers of those days had plenty of courage, we overcame all obstacles and reached Virginia City in safety. Mother died at Blackfoot, Montana, 1866, where we buried her. I left Montana in spring of 1866 for Utah, arriving at Salt Lake City during the summer. Remained in Utah until 1867, where my father died, then went to Fort Bridger, Wyoming Territory, where we arrived May 1st, 1868, then went to Piedmont, Wyoming, with UP Railway. joined General Custer as a scout at Fort Russell, Wyoming in 1870 and started for Arizona for the Indian Campaign. Up to this time, I had always worn the costume of my sex, but when I joined Custer, I donned the uniform of a soldier. It was a bit awkward at first, but I soon got to be perfectly at home in the men's clothes. Was in Arizona up to the winter of 1871, and during that time I had a great many adventures, for as a scout I had a great many dangerous missions to perform. For, by this time, I was considered the most reckless and daring rider and one of the best shots in the western country. After that campaign, I returned to Fort Saunders, Wyoming, remained there until spring of 1872, when we were ordered out to the Muscle Shell, or Nursey Percy outbreak. It was during this time that I was christened.